Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Which comes first, the stimulants or the oxybate? I'm Dr. Alcibiades Rodriguez from the NYU Grossman School of Medicine with my colleague, Matt Davis. Hi, I'm Matt Davis. I'm a neurologist and sleep specialist. I'm in solo practice in New Jersey. Hi, so the question is for uh, idiopathic hypersomnia, right? Uh, Matt, the issue we have with this uh, rare disease is which will be the number one, number two choices. Sometimes we deal that with the patients. Sometimes we, we talk in meetings, in conversations. So what, what is your approach for this type of patient? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a tough one. And, and I think I look at this uh, kind of from two windows here, you know, both logistically, but also clinically and what's proven and what's approved. Um, you know, because logistically, when I when I make a, a diagnosis like this, and and you 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 see the same thing, I know that this is a real uh, revelation for patients. It's it's you know almost a weight off that this is a legitimate, real neurologic syndrome they don't have control over. So my point is, I want to treat this. I want to give them a plan as they're leaving my office on that day. I give them the results of the test. So. Um, you know, we have options like the low sodium oxabate that is uh, FDA approved for adults with IH. Um, but we know there is a process of getting that medicine. We know there's an approval process. They can't just go to their pharmacy to get it. So my approach usually actually is to start with a um, generic wake promoting agent, usually modafinil to start with, because I know they can go to their pharmacy, get it. They can start it within days and then see how they respond and then potentially add in the, the low sodium oxabate or replace or or use some combination therapy, which which we all know is often the the best the best treatment anyway. Um, but it's 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 almost a logistical question more than a clinical question in my mind because I want them to have something to start with relatively soon. Um, and and we know um, something like modafinil can help. That's a great point. In my case, I'm a little bit different. So before, because there is some small studies with um, modafinil. Uh, treating excessive daytime sleeping at a young age, uh, that was my approach. And because the insurance probably will not cover other indications, right? It will cover the genetics. Now we have the uh, losonium mixed oxybate that has the largest study in idiopathic hypersomnia, showing not only improvement of the Edward sleeping scale, but other areas too, like the sleep inertia and some also the memory and concentration issues that they may have. So I'm changing a little bit and uh, the oxybate seems to be, this low salt, mixed salt oxybate seems to be my first choice since the insurance is approved then. But it's, it's an issue about uh, urgency or feasibility to treat them first with the other genetics or other weight promoting agents, I will do that too. Let me ask you a question then. So, so in these patients, you know, do you find that? Uh, so, and I agree that that the low sodium oxabate is is potentially the the best first option uh, in theory. Certainly, the the data is excellent. Um, do you find that that um, uh, bringing that possibility up to patients on that initial kind of results visit here, we're going to initiate therapy. Are patients um, hesitant? Do they feel like they're they're ready to to go that go down that road? Do they feel like they need time to uh, research it a little bit? 
um, because that's the other barrier sometimes is that uh, it's a very effective medicine, but it's a serious medicine. And we and right. sometimes need a minute to, to think about it. That's correct. I usually that? explain them very well. I usually give you a brochure and then we have the discussion. Sometimes they decide it right away. Sometimes they tell me they need to wait. Yeah. As you remember, all those patients usually take years to get there. I don't mind to wait a little bit more. <laughs> That's I'm a going... fair point. The, the 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 window to diagnosis is so long that maybe right. it's, uh, maybe taking a a week or two to to have them help them make a decision is is. Uh, but, but going <laughs> going even further to to clarify the point to our audience is that most of these patients, my experience is, even with oxybate or, or any type of weight promoting agent or stimulant, they may need something else. Usually, they may need two medications, and some of them even may need three. So it's not uh, uh, right or wrong to start the weight-promoting agent or the stimulant versus the oxybate and maybe add something else later on, right? Yeah, totally agree. I mean, the the I think it's fairly clear that the standard of care is to consider uh, combination treatments uh, with these patients and, and uh, using... Uh, low sodium oxybate and a stimulant or or weight promoting agent in the in the morning is a is a standard treatment and um, yeah so it, it it's which one starts first is one question but often they they are used well together so I, I agree with that completely and with that we can say that we need to individualize every patient every patient is different their needs what they expect right um, and it's no right or wrong it's just the best practice that is good for your patient. Correct? Agreed. Yep, agreed. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit, or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.